Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for joining us on this Monday edition of the Lori and Julia Show. As you all know, Monday on the Lori and Julia Show means Sex Monday. That's about 25 minutes away or so. Yes, it does. And I can't wait. Really, I'm looking forward to it. Well, you know what? You never know what you're going to get with me with the sex department. You know, I don't know. This is a very true statement. Very true statement. I like to keep a. Spezzatura of, uh, you know, wow. choices. New Italian word. Sprezzatura. Sprezzatura. Yeah, that's the word oh, of the day. Oh, gosh. All right. Yeah. Saying, you, you like it? Where'd you get this one? Sprezzatura is, you know where I had to Google, I had to look it up because yesterday I'm reading Vanity Fair. I had just finished decorating the Christmas tree with Casey and, you know, we'd kind of had a little rendezvous around the old Yule log, and then I sat down with Vanity Fair. Well, you know, the Yule log rendezvous. You know, I swear to God, Dawn made, from uh, Jason Alexis, made a Yule log this weekend. Well, I did it's a so Yule funny. log. You did a Yule log. It's a new position to be discussed at the bottom of right, the hour. Right, right. And I'm reading Vanity Fair, and I'm reading this in-depth story about the wildlife uh, photographer Peter Beard. He, um, if you Google him, if you've been a long time, uh, like if you are into anything about wildlife in Africa, he was married to Cheryl Teagues famously at Who the height. Who is this again? Peter Beard. Okay. He, he's the guy in Montauk that wandered away. He was like 80 and they found him like three weeks yes, later. Yes, yes, yes. And okay. he's famous for being an artist and also for being, um, a, a kind of a dilettante and a voracious user of drugs and loved women and was married to Cheryl Teagues at the height of his right. beauty and the height of her beauty, uh, photographed Janice Dickinson. He did a lot of, um, I would say, photo shoots in Africa with beautiful women and maybe putting himself in dangerous positions. Oh, getting close to oh, animals. Oh, he got crushed in, by an elephant. He has a very interesting story, but he's in. There's a lot of like his one of his managers was Marlene Dietrich's grandson. And Cheryl Teagues basically said he was the most wonderful, horrible person I've ever known in my life. That's oh, something like really? that. But he was described as uh, that he was full of sprezzatura. And I was like, wow, what the hell does that mean? You know, so I yeah. wrote it down because I right, honestly, I like, I like how you say it. Well, I have the I printed out Wikipedia so I could get the 
it's a it's an Italian word that first appeared in. Uh, let me get this name. Baldassari Castiglione's fifteen twenty eight, the book of the courtier. Oh, the courtier, not to be confused with, with the, the consort. The princess consort. The consort. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 defined by the author as a a certain nonchalant, so as to conceal, like you do without effort. Like I would say, Harry Styles is full of, you know, he's yes, yes, spress. Let's say it again, sprezzatura. Sprezzatura. Like you, you look sort of casual and uh, you make it appear just like you're hanging out, but you have put thought into it. You've right. You've got the you've got the elan, the jade de vie. Okay, that's French and Italian. And now, can you speak a little Spanish for us, please? Uh, I can say "cállate la boca." Okay, so (laughs) about that. (laughs) Okay, so. I like that. Anyway, just kind of, I haven't had a chance. I really haven't had to, like, you know, go, okay, I got to write down that word. Right. And look it up. And then, as in the context of Peter Beard, after reading the story, I was like, okay, yeah, that that is bonus points for that Vanity Fair writer. I would for, say. You know, using yes. that, that uh, thing. So you're back to reading the good old Vanity Fair. You know, I kind of after the brown cover two years ago, Rocco, I didn't which have was just time before Julia to read all. You know, I only get three magazines anymore: Bizarre, Vanity Fair, and People. And it used to be where I just didn't have time. I understand, but now you have time. Now I have time, mm-hmm. and um, as the magazine has gotten smaller. And as I've never figured out what my code is for the online, I'm increasingly getting locked out of an online venue that I've supported with an actual magazine for years and years and years. Lori doesn't remember her passwords for anything. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I what my password ever was. I just buy the magazine, so I don't know what my online presence is. Well, you could go and sign up, and you could. It's on your subscription. So I will tell you how this works. When you get your subscription, it has a little piece of tape, a label. They yeah. call them labels. <laughs> And on the label, it has your name and address, so the post office knows where to deliver said magazine. Thank you, Joy. I'm aware. And then on that label, there's also a code. Okay, is that my... And if you go to VanityFair.com, you can type in... Yeah, I'm constantly getting locked out. It's making me bitter at them. I understand, but you can just log <laughs> in, key, get the code. The key is the right key at my is you. <laughs> It's user error. It's you. On that label, there's a code that tells them what account number you are okay. and some other stuff, and you would take that, okay. transfer that All right, then to call. that computer, which, by the way, you have to plug in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Only if you want. You know, know, sometimes you don't. But it's funny because you guys are tablet people. You don't have a computer at home. We do. I've got. We've got a. Uh, what do you call it? A iPad. A, iPad. Well, a tablet. That's Those are called the, tablets. That's, that's all you a, need. Okay. What else do you need? And you, I got my phone. I get my phone does every little thing. No, I it want. doesn't. It doesn't get email because I choose. Yeah, I know. Not to pollute I'm my phone. I'm going to choose not to work with you unless you get it. <laughs> Julia, it was such you, a pain. I had to take pictures of everything and text it to you. Oh, it's Julia. the most. It was backward system possible. <laughs> Julia. If this happens again, though, we are going to change that. What? If you have to work from home. Eh, no, we're not. I'm going to send a pigeon to deliver your things and not even tell you about them. That's fine. I live close <laughs> enough that it could get there with plenty of time to spare and drop off a snack. <laughs> and hey, I, a little snack. Um, You know what was so what gave the Christmas? Maybe it was because I had watched MAME. 
Oh, that's the happiest. Funnest. Okay, which the channel that's on Rocco, somebody start or something? Yeah, yeah. No, somebody emailed us. It's not part of cable. It's on Direct TV. Oh, okay. um, it's on a channel that it's on digital. No, don't need cable. So whatever it is, you can just find it. But um, I wanted to tell you, I, maybe I was in the mood, but I watched that Holly Dolly Christmas. Oh, I, I wanted to watch that, it. Yeah. Was it, it great? It was great. Well, Rocco, it was probably too <laughs> sentimental for you. But honestly, how many times has she told her coat of many colors story? Well, we've heard it. Okay, but in she, concert only because you had to go to a concert here. But we've I've heard her talk about it in interviews, and I we I watched the the movie last year yes, about you did. the coat of many, many colors, colors with the act the yes. singer from what's her name who has a different face now whatever Jennifer Nettles she played the, uh, okay, Dolly's that mom. That is such a backhand <laughs> slam. Well, I mean, whatever she likes it, and uh, but I mean, it's a new face on Jennifer Nettles, but. She's got an acting career now, so she had the singing face, and now she's got the acting face. So, <laughs> which these two, you know, there's also this thing called you've got a face for radio, right, and a face for TV, right. So it's basically what you're talking about with the singing face and the acting I face. No, no, they both yeah. are beautiful. But anyway, she tells that story, and damn if she doesn't tear up, and damned if I don't tear up. And you liked it, oh. It was, yeah, you know what? It really was. And people always, you know, when this time of year comes around and she's got this big $50 Dolly Parton book, which in the reviews, say, they're saying it's amazing. Really? The access that she's really? giving us okay. to photos and story, stuff that she has never told. Right? And it's okay. like really a beautiful book. It's gotten great reviews. But um, her, you know, she wrote, I will always love you about... Um, Porter Wagner. She mm-hmm. was on his show. Yes, she was. He gave her her first break and she was on it for like seven years and then she was getting bigger. Yep. And um, um, so she's doing, had been doing interviews because she has that other special, her Netflix movie yes. with Christine Baranski. Which looks so fun. That looks fun. Yes. Christine Baranski was on with Ryan and Kelly yes. today. I, and I love, love her. her. Love her. Love too. her. But Dolly said, you know, I, you know, in the lyric I write, you know, I w- I'm afraid I would only get in the way. She said, but really, I wanted to write. I'm afraid you would only get in the way because it is about leaving Porter Wagner's TV show and how and mad he, he was. he was mad. And she said, I should have written. You would have only gotten in my way, but right. it didn't sound, you know, as good. But Well, right. I, and you think about that and you think back. I was listening to it. Because we think old, of it as such a, this love song between like a couple. Oh, no. I, yes. But they were a showbiz couple, mm-hmm. I guess. Because I was listening to an old Johnny Carson thing and it, Joan um, Rivers was being interviewed by him. And, uh-huh. you know, you think about how those guys never spoke again after she left yeah. him and went because she got big and she was offered her right. own late night show. And he's like, you take that. I'm never talking to you again. Well, it is because she didn't tell him ahead of time. She didn't. Edgar kind of did her yeah, dirty. Her, he her, was her manager, her, her manager husband, husband. And that would have been the thing that you would do. Well, what, I'm just Michael saying. Strahan never told Kelly Ripa well, ahead of time. That's right. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes, out. well, you're advised not to, and then you look like the schmo. Right, right. right. But people felt their feelings, and Dolly always makes everyone feel better. She does. She warmed our hearts and She's, got people. We posted a photo of her. People were very happy between her and Dionne Warwick. People were just like, happy, and, happy. and share, you know, with her elephant. 
Yeah, people were just, you know, really sticking by their, um, you know, 70 and 80-year-old music legends. Well, speaking of which, it's time for the Dirt Alert. Yes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, what do you got for us? Hello, ladies. Let's start with a blockbuster publishing deal in the world of music that has just happened. Mr. Bob Dylan, Robert Zimmerman himself, has just sold the rights to his song catalog to Universal Music Publishing Group in a deal that is called a blockbuster. Now, we don't know how much the deal is worth, but multiple sources, including the New York Times and Variety, are saying that it's about $300 million to $400 million. Okay, you just told us Stevie Nicks did this on Friday. What did she sell? The same thing, but kept a little bit for herself? That's right. So Stevie Nicks sold 80% of her publishing catalog to a, an organization called Primary Wave last week for a reported $100 million. And kept 20% of it. That's right. And Bob sells all... Wow! I guess people... do. Is this what you do when you're in your 70s? You kind of like get your your estate in order? I mean, it it seems like it, I would assume so, for both Stevie Nicks and Bob Dylan. Now, Bob Dylan has been running his own his own company, publishing company in the United States. And then I think that what's going to happen is that over the course of several years, he'll stop doing that overseas. So this deal is effective immediately in the United States. But outside the United States, they're going to kind of grandfather in this new publishing deal. serious cash. Way to hold out and good for you. Yes. And Great maybe for you. Maybe you want because how old is Bob? Seventy nine. I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean, it's a way of getting your estate in order and having it go where you want it to go too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now his entire catalog of songs is included in this, so it's more than six hundred copyrights wow. spanning sixty years, all the way from nineteen sixty two's "Blowing in the Wind" to this year's "Murder Most Foul." So it is everything. Everything. Yeah, like, it makes me think like Dolly Parton. I mean, she has three thousand songs. I know. I you know, um, <sighs> and w- who would she? She must have. Aunt, she has nieces and nephews that she would pass on. But her I catalog. mean, she yeah. owns her catalog. I mean, you just don't really like. We've had two legends back to back do this, and then you see group. Well, and like then you have someone like, like Prince the, who didn't do have anything, right? And now you know. Yep. Things could be happening with his music that he would hate, but I guess maybe it doesn't matter. I don't right. know. I don't know. Right, right. You know, it, it's interesting to think about because on one on one hand, too, you're like, okay, well, I want to cash out. I want to be able to do things with that money that holding on to the publishing rights right. of these songs just wouldn't simply allow me to do. And then, right. and then the Universal do whatever and he can do whatever. And All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Identified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I don't know. Yeah, I would. I think it seems like a smart thing to do at the age of 79. Yeah. And 73 or whatever Miss Nix is. Bob Dylan has sold more than 125 million records around the world since he started his career. And he has basically been on the road since 1988. Like he just go hundreds of shows a year. That's just this thing. I and tried to see him once. <laughs> what what happened? It was sold out. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, he but I did try to get a last minute ticket when he was downtown Minneapolis at the Orpheum, I think. My favorite Bob Dylan thing, I know two facts about him. He asked Mavis Staples to marry him. They knew each other in the early 60s. They were in love. In and real life? In real life. Oh, I love knowing that. Lori, yeah. that's a good one. Well, we had that author on. And then, yep. Holly, the other one is that... Uh, According to, I can't remember who, but Bob uh, loved Elvis Presley's cover of Tomorrow is a Long Time. He said it was his favorite celebrity cover of one of his songs. Oh, oh, I believe it. And I think we found that out maybe in The Searchers, that HBO documentary on Elvis. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, that is so good. But that's an amazing song. I mean, he's such a poet, Bob Dylan, when you look lyrically, you know, at how he writes. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. A Nobel laureate. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's go into something that you guys have been following for years. This is... (laughs) Oh, dear. Scientology? No. No, it's good. It's the mystery treasure of Forrest Fenn. Oh, the buried treasure. Yes. Yes, the buried treasure. Well... We now know who found the $3 million buried treasure chest. Okay, who found it? That's fun. This person named Jonathan Stuff... He's a 32-year-old medical student from Michigan. And the reason we know this guy is because uh, in a recent federal lawsuit, it names him as a defendant and claims that Jonathan hacked somebody's texts and emails to find the treasure. Oh, so he's getting a nonsense lawsuit from somebody? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. So did the Fenn family have to confirm that he was the guy who found the treasure because of this lawsuit? That's right. So the Fenn family independently verified uh, Jonathan Stuff's identity. Uh, But he, you know, he wanted to stay anonymous. He didn't want anybody to know who he was. Right, asking him for money or everything. Right. Whoa. Uh, so okay. so the whole thing if you're if you just tuned in <laughs> that it was a retired art dealer n- named Forrest Fenn he buried a treasure and the treasure hunt began 10 years ago where he published a cryptic poem in his autobiography and more than 350,000 people are said to have ventured out into the woods in search for the treasure and it was worth like 3 million he had coins right he had right? art he had like it was worth like valued at 3 million this box of literal treasure yeah yeah so now the treasure is in a vault according to jonathan in new mexico it's going to remain in safekeeping until he decides to sell it jonathan also moved to this family into a more secure building with guards at multiple levels of security good lord he's fearful of his safety my word People are out for treasure. I guess. They know that you have it. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. He has the treasure. Uh, ben Affleck and Ana de Armas have moved in together. Oh, they're shacking up. That's right. All right. According to People.com, Ana is listing her Venice, California home. Their relationship continues to be strong. Even noticed when they went on at a paparazzi stroll that they brought a several of Ben Affleck's children. 
to take a little walk with the dog. Well, they've been dating, they've been over dating. A year. No kidding. They met on that movie. Yes, and they've been spending and they've traveled together. Yeah. They've spent a lot, a lot of, time of time together this year. Yeah, I think it's sweet. Uh, but I do love that the same day this happens is that uh, Jennifer Garner recreates her alias. That, was, that yes- was hysterical. That was yesterday. Was that though? yesterday? It was yesterday, and that so was funny. She did. If you go to Instagram, follow Jennifer Garner, and it's her being her alias character, and then underneath it, her being herself, getting out of a swimming pool. Uh-huh. And, you know, in the top one, she's sexy in high heels. In the bottom one, she's got a wetsuit on and ten- flip-flops. It's really clever. <laughs> it is. She's funny. She does run a good she does. Uh, Insta account. Yeah. It would be really interesting to talk to Jennifer Garner because I feel like the Instagram Jennifer Garner of 2020 is her, is, is, her, is yeah. authentically Jennifer mm-hmm. Garner. And how did she handle in the early 2000s? having to be this sexy TV movie star when it's like, well, you just wanted to be in your sweats and watching the Barefoot Contessa. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways. Well, I think uh, I think Ben Affleck was a humiliating um, maybe experiment, except she got her kids out of that. Yeah, and I think they loved each other. I, I mean, they I were married a long time, Laurie. I know, I yeah. know, but I just feel like he basically... He on, wasn't big enough for her. He wasn't good enough for her. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, well, the last person she was with with the hamburger guy, and I think they're broken up now. They are broken up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, legal victory for Black China today in her ongoing lawsuit against the Kardashians where she's claiming that the Kardashians sabotaged her ability to be famous on her reality oh, series well, Robin China. Well, the judges ordered their production company, Burnham Murray Productions, to hand over unaired footage from what would have been Robin China season two. They basically, she says they had the whole season. Oh, yeah, because really? they broke up, they, they decided, J- Chris, yeah. yeah. Well, so I, I think, see that. I see that as valid. Yeah, well, that's why she's gotten as far as she has with her lawsuit. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if this settles. Yeah. I'm so, surprised it hasn't actually yet. Yeah, so there it goes. It moves forward. All right. Thank you, Holly, very much. You're welcome. We're going to have Sex Monday next if you feel like sticking around. Ooh, <laughs> boy. I wonder what is going to be cooking in oh, that kitchen. That's right. Let's talk about sex. What is basically the safest tranquilizer and 10 times more effective than Valium? <laughs> I like that one. That's a fact, Jules. That's a good one, honey. That is a fact. Say it again. The safest tranquilizer and 10 times stronger than... Sex is considered the safest tranquilizer. And and 10 10 times more effective than Valium. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think of that, Rocco? Well, this is... uh, I'm feeling tranquil. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And this is, uh, you know, just a good thing to remember sometimes. Oh, I would agree. And it's free. That's right. Okay, and something I learned from watching Borgen, the Danish House of Cards. Yes. Okay. Um, In um, Denmark, and also, I believe, the Netherlands. Remember, they are small countries, taxed highly, you know, but that's everything is paid for, happy countries. Anyway, sex is seen as a human right. Disabled citizens are able to receive support from the government to pay for prostitutes up to 12 times a year. If they're disabled? Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. But we would never, of course, no. be able to do that in a big no, country. No, no, but I kind of like ours. that. Right. We just, you know, got marijuana. You know, it's not going to pass the Senate, but for the first time ever, it passed in the House. Did it? Yes, to, to decriminalize it. Mm-hmm. But it won't pass so, in well, the Senate. Well, they need to use it for studies and things. That's... <sighs> It it was historic just having that happen. I know. Okay, here's another sex thing. We've posted it. It makes me think of Paul or male 
carrier who always every year in a Christmas card would show us a sexy root vegetable that he growed. That he grew. Um, Amy Schumer went and did this. Yeah, growed. Uh, She grew carrots over the summer and she found one that looks basically like a man laying down with a pretty good size uh, nubbin of a wiener and (laughs) and some shapely legs and He's, he's in this, and she's like, she's got it in a little box. But Paul, this male, he did, he would send us, we had some of the funniest veg vegetables, always. pictures, always very X rated. Um, if you just tilted them or looked at them the right they way, they were very funny. Yeah. 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 I think one time he did, we got a good picture of a beet that had grown a nice semi. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> You know, it was real special. So anyway, we've posted the X-rated carrot. It's so great. And I think anyone who's grown vegetables this year were surprised at how many, like, truly wonderful shapes. Oh, vegetables come in all different shapes and sizes. Tomatoes that look like bursting vulvas, things of that nature, you know. fantastic, Lori. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She just wanted to say the word. What? Bursting vulva. Okay, what's wrong with that? All right, listen to this. To no surprise to anybody, Nadia Nolens, which happened at the end of November, is a big swinger party in New Orleans. Okay. Guess what? Turned into a coronavirus super spreader event to the surprise of nobody. It was a five-day event, and they were able... Because of, you know, whatever, the testing, um, like 81 out of the 300 people got the Rona. Wow. I'm surprised it was that low. Mm-hmm. Who knows? The asymptomatics. Who knows? I mean, that is like, that was like really, I'm kind of surprised Nadia Nolens was able to happen. <laughs> well, I am too. I like you her know? name though. Do you like that? I like yeah. the name well, with Nadia. The, with the vaccine, maybe you can go next year. Yeah. No kidding. You know, that's one of the things that's going to be one of the ways that people, you know, because there's these stories that people don't want to get the vaccine. But by, you know, like air travel, mm-hmm. if oh, you're yeah. not vaccinated, you don't go anywhere. Yeah, that's you right. You know, it'll be the private companies that force the public to do it that don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Who the hell wouldn't want to do it? I don't know, but I'm just saying yeah. that's going to be the way that's going to happen yeah, because yeah. you start hearing about It'd that already. It'd be like, you know, asking a little kid, you know, or when you're three, do you want a measles shot? Right. You know, you don't have, you just, you, you do it. it. You do right. it. You're not going to be able to go back to school unless you get, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're interested, the best bum of 2020, you know, the annual thing that happens across the pond where they get naked, the Cambridge students, and they pose by iconic things on their college campus Mm -hmm. and so the best but uh, we decided we couldn't post it but it is out there like people is it fantastic the bridge of size did you ever go to cambridge yes i did the bridge of size and outside of the uh uh, the fitzwilliam museum and there are all these really cheeky pictures of people fantastic naked with um you know bums with some of them have the dimple over the butt and some of them just have a real i love it you know, like that's such a foreign thing. Did you hear like how yeah. she said some have the dimple? Uh, no, the cute oh, oh, dimple. Above. Oh, above. Oh, God, right. I thought you were talking about cellulite. I'm like, no, oh, no, the, the, the dimple side. You know, some people have a dimple yes. right over. Rocker, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Kind of, maybe. Well, remember, close your eyes and remember the olden days when you got laid by other people besides your wife. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> 
I'm just sorry. Ma- you know that. Sorry, Meg. Yeah, sorry. Lori but, is just an in, in, Well, I'm an not instigator. an instigator, but I know that people can remember if they just try hard enough. I have them, but I have to be skinny to see them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people I mean, I have, have them, and some people don't. I have them. And I wonder if bim- dimp- a butt dimple right there is the same as having a dimple in your cheek, on your face. Like, if they're related. Somebody should do a study on that. All right. Are dimples on your butt related? They to the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess people are getting very worried about sexting because uh, there's now an app to give you legal protection for when you send nude pictures. Well, I don't. I think that's kind of smart. Okay, yeah, because a quarter is this welcome. It's like well, the very first sexual harassment class I remember you and I went to in the nineties. Yes, and that was the one phrase that came out of it. Yes, is, is this, this welcome? welcome? Mm-hmm. Remember? Yes, it is. Move your hand up higher. Your hand up higher, <laughs> please. <laughs> no, but it's called E Gree E G R E E. It's an app for Android and iPhones. It, you drop a simple contract. One of the things is sexting because uh, the contracts are legally binding in most countries. All right. Well, I would think, you know, um, if this is your thing. Yeah, okay. And you want to be in a relationship with someone that's their thing too. Yeah. And you're not married or something, you would want protection. So yeah. that would be a way to say if you're a country that this one of these things is yes. protected in. I don't <laughs> if know if that's I can what really. You want. I, don't, I can't stand behind it all. Just don't I, send the dumb pictures unless. There you go. And anytime it, you send a picture, you have, uh, you have a chance of it getting out there to everybody else. Right. You just need to know that. And no, nothing is safe. And no, at least in the heterosexual world, that ninety nine percent of women do not want to see a picture of your Johnson. Ninety nine point nine. Yeah, we can close our eyes. Yeah, we can imagine. We don't need to see it. In fact, sometimes seeing it is shocking. <laughs> you drop your phone and then you break your phone. And then <laughs> how are you going to get laid? You know what I mean. I've seen people drop their phones. Ah! Oh, right. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So, anyway. Let's see what else I have. All right. Give me some more. <clears throat> well, I'm glad this isn't happening, but uh, um, scientists have discovered uh, a gene, an area in the male brain that controls carnal desire. And they're hoping this will lead to breakthroughs for helping men who have low... Or overactive sex drive. Well, what are they going to do? <clears throat> well, there's a certain area of the brain that converts testosterone to estrogen and helps the male sex drive. And this g- gene is called aromatase. Oh. I don't know if that's how you say it. It's like it. a kuma matata. I <clears throat> just feel like you just make up stuff. Mm-hmm. No, it's AR. It's, it's a real aromatase. Right. It's probably, you know, it's probably not so sexy either. But it's the first key in explaining how testosterone stimulates sexual uh, desire. And for the first time, they know that testosterone converts to estrogen in the brain. And that's key to full sexual activity or desire in men. Oh. Once again, the guys are getting studied, not us. But... Uh, Anyway, they studied all these male mice that had lost interest in sex. And um, 
So anyway, and the part of this is because they know that there's a certain group of antidepressants that depress this gene. Yes, got which it. Lowers yes, sexual yes, yes, activity. Yes, yes. And and then on the other hand, for men who are experiencing compulsive sexual uh, uh drive, which my yes. mom always used to say, Oh, in the in the military they put saltpeter at basic training, you know, try try and Get the Randy, all the, she would always tell me that. I mean, what is saltpeter? Mm-hmm. What is saltpeter? Something, I don't know. Is, I thought that, that was too. the name of a person. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. No, saltpeter is something that like to lower sexual drive. I don't know. But anyway, so... Um, they're, I really, I do you just make this I'm up? not no, making no. it up. I'm All not right. making it up. But I don't know. My mom might have been making up that she said that it was probably in the olden days. <clears throat> like, What are the olden days? I don't know. It could be the 40s, 50s, okay. 60s when they would do that or like to uh, what they would call in the olden days sexual perverts <laughs> <laughs> at, a, at, a, at the funny farm. Another mm-hmm. olden day expression. Put saltpeter in the oatmeal. Yeah. S-A-L-T? Salt Peter. Okay. It's potassium nitrate or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you can't give it anymore, uh, I don't yeah. think. Uh, unless I suppose there was an urban legend that it, it curbed sexual urges. I'm I'm sort of digging down. Right yeah, now. yeah. I mean, it, but it would always be referenced in like right. movies. And I guess I never have heard that term before, so that's kind of As fun a to way know. of, dan- you know, doing right. it. So yes. it had something to do. So anyway, they're studying it, so you low... Energy sex people, or you overactive sexers? Research and good news is on the way. <laughs> and don't forget, Naughty Nolans 2021 is oh. August 4th through the 8th. Is, is that what it is? Thank mm. you very much, Rocco. What's the date, August what? August 4th through the 8th. That's okay. right. For the swingers, we're doing a real public service. That was nice of us. Sorry, it we was. gotta go. All right, we'll be right back. Thank you, Rocco. And for your musical enjoyment, Marie Claire, the cover is Dolly. Looking delicious. Dollyicious. Well, kind of like Christmas. Yeah, like a Christmas ornament. Oh, it's really pretty. It's great. Anyway, that's posted. And then um, just a little retrospective from Vogue of the closer look at all the Mariah Carey festive fashion that's in her holiday special on Apple okay, Plus. Okay, I want Apple Plus. I mean, that holiday, I heard Jason talking about it mm-hmm. this morning. He said it was just like the bomb. Yeah, well, it I was, was really, a star-studded affair. I right. mean, Snoop Dogg shows You have up. Apple Plus all the time, yeah. right? Yeah, Billy Eichner. Yeah, of course. Misty Copeland. Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> yeah, I know. Julia, blah, You know blah, where blah. the War Museum you know is, Rocco? What's that? <laughs> you know the War Re- Museum. Right. Yeah, oh, the war museum. <laughs> um, it's only four ninety nine a month, and there's a seven day trial. Is there? Yeah. yeah, you could watch it, and then you could also watch. Um, I'm going to start cheating and get other people's passwords. Tehran. That's what that I would do. be my recommendation for That's Apple Plus. Tehran. Have you watched it? Yeah, it's like Homeland. The oh, you watched you? that too. God, it's you on Apple so Plus. Much TV. 
Well, Julia, you know, it's just the two of us. Yeah, just the, the two, two of us. We can make and you log if we, we try. never stayed home <laughs> so much in our lives. Thank you for catching yeah. on to my little you know, things. You really haven't, have you? Never, never, never have I stayed home. I, I never have. I mean, I guess when I was a kid. No, I remember. Then, I, Lori went out every night in the 80s. Yeah. The and entire the decade. And in the, the 90s. 20s. And the 2010s. Yeah. And the 20, yeah. 15s. Or no, teens. I've been active all my life. <laughs> never had kids. Yeah. Had had him for a period of time with right. Casey's kids, but right. I mean they were only they were only in like seven years, right? You know, it was like a penal code, you know, kind of a sentence. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't mean that okay. that way. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I know you don't. For the other shoe to drop, I penal. know you don't mean it that way. So you I'm know, just going to help I'm you out of that. I'm just saying, like one. seven years is like long, but it's not that long. It goes by fast. I don't know. Oh, it's prison. it's a blur. It is a it is, and a, there was. So much to do. I think life. Yeah, because when it, we look at like life in the past, yeah, it was a blur because there was always something. I mean, there was always something around the horizon. We were a million things going on, and yeah. So anyway, it's just like uh, I've had a little bit more time uh, to, to watch stuff. So I that would be what I'd get watch Apple Plus for for Tehran, Tehran, the morning just, show, of course. I just don't feel like I'm Ted just Lasso. at a place in my life yeah. right now where. I yeah, just can't. It, you don't want to do it. I don't know, but yeah, that's a, if you can remember and between the books it. and the TV, I just right, am going right. like cross-eyed. By the Gotta way, keep up I knew with you, everything. You'd want to know this. Last Friday, shots were fired at um, at um, Billy Lord's Billy place? Lord's Hollywood Mansion. I know that bothers me. Dueling construction. You know, she's bringing the two homes into one. Right. She's adding. Huh, how do you do that? Well, you're adding single, in a walkway in the middle. And then maybe a, yes, like a, one like, of those sunken living rooms. Right. Or, no, she probably doesn't. Need, maybe gazebo, it's a gazebo. Maybe it's outdoor living patio. space with a. Anyway, they were. With a pergola on top and stuff. But people, the construction people were fighting with each other. Yeah. Shots fired. Okay, that, that seems a little that odd That seems to me. like, though, but like. Like Carrie Fisher is like kind of giggling with her mom. That if, if anything that would happen on this Hollywood what's, estate. Yeah. Um, by the way, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello have united Julia to redo a song and make a donation to Feeding America. Okay, so on Thursday we were talking about we need these celebrities to work on just making big donations. Yes, well, these we guys did. don't aren't even rich big celebrities, and they donated a hundred thousand dollars. Yep. I think that's lovely. That's pretty amazing. I think so. It is because as we talked about earlier about the surly gives a damn. A right. Food insecurity is a very real thing. Viola Davis was on um, 60 Minutes last night. And on the cover of my new AARP magazine. Right. She's going to be in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom on Netflix flicks like December 18th. But she... Um, Whoever interviewed her for sixty minutes said you you're always so honest about what how oh, poor you were and how hungry you yes, were. Yes, yeah. And she said because there's a there's shame with poverty and there's shame in being hungry. Her and Dolly, she said. So you have to talk about it so people realize it happens and it's a very real thing and it's still happening. And right, she said. Do you have food assistance programs because there is a real need for it? And right, she's just. And I also she's was wonderful. Saying, you know, this might be the last week Congress is in session oh, get to your contact ad. your Congress people That's to get right. the bill passed for these small businesses. 
for our restaurants on a local level, on a national level. We've got so many small business residents, people. Get this crap passed. Oh, Man. Do your job. I know. I had this conversation with job. them on Friday, Julia. Save the music venue. Save enough our restaurants. Is enough Save. is enough is enough. We have the money. Do it. This is what you pay taxes for. Thank you very much, Julia. All right, there. Thank you. I'd vote for you. Would you? I would. Whatever you're running for, you're an executive who can make a decision. Well, somebody that, decide something or try something different or do something. She was the CEO oh, just of stop Bobby it. Burke. That's right. And don't you it. in your high school hall of fame? Yes. A, stop it. Exactly. Who can make a decision? No, and I can swear on the air too. Well, I can make yes, bad so decisions. I. Apparently, I have a favorite term of endearment for Triscuits that yes, should be I on know. a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I'm terribly, terribly sorry I said that. Anyway. Um, you know, know. Lori, you, uh, the Loons have a big game tonight against Seattle. This is huge. It, oh. It's the final four. It's it, the conference finals. If they win, they're in the title huge. game. huge. Title match. Yeah. This well, is a big got, darn deal. You got is Seattle it? people. I Lori, heard anybody talk about it. Be, okay. Well, it was, the big game was on Thursday night, and we beat the Kansas City something okay, something. All right, well, then this go is our, This is our soccer team. This is the well, farthest well, a team has gotten since the WNBA. Well, for that's true. Ryan out loud. I'm Go soccer. You shared this. The, ooh. <laughs> what does a loon make? Uh, no, uh, it's ooh. the Oasis Wonderwall song. Ooh. Oh, no, but we're making the call of the loon. <laughs> that's it, Rocco. Oh All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.